Greetings from Christendom College here in the beautiful Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. You know, in these challenging times, when Catholics in so many parts of the world have been deprived of the Mass and the Eucharist, especially the powerful Sunday Eucharist, such a situation might lead some people erroneously to think, well, you know, the bread of life, maybe that's really not essential to our life. But what an incredible mistake that would be. You know, at the time of the Protestant Revolt, John Knox, who led the revolution in Scotland, was heard to say, one mass is more dangerous than 10,000 French troops. He seriously underestimated the power of one mass. Perhaps in these times we can draw some inspiration and from the heroism of our forefathers who were deprived of the Mass and deprived of receiving Holy Communion. You know, in Ireland from the 16th century onward, there was a severe persecution of Catholics in that country, particularly with the passage of what became known as the Penal Laws in the 17th and 18th century. The Mass was forbidden. Priests were banished and oftentimes hunted down and killed. Those who hid and remained, oftentimes there were rewards placed on their heads. Oftentimes a great deal of money could be given for information and if you assisted in arresting and capturing a priest. Churches were seized and were closed down. The faithful in response to this horrible situation celebrated Mass in remote glens and on desolate boglands, in secret. And there, on rough-hewn altars that became hallowed places for the Catholics of Ireland during this time, those altars became known as mass rocks. Today, there are nearly 300 mass rocks scattered all over the countryside of Ireland. They remind us of what? The incredible witness given to the faith and the love of the Mass on the part of the faithful. Oftentimes lookouts would be posted on hilltops in case soldiers should be approaching to make sure that they would not be discovered doing this illegal act of participating in the holy sacrifice of the Mass. Laymen on occasion would wear cassocks and stand on the hilltops as lookouts and if soldiers were seen as approaching they would run off as decoys and many of them were caught and when they were caught, they were executed, thinking they had captured a priest, while the faithful would whisk away the priests to safety. And how important that was. Because the most important thing was that the holy sacrifice of the Mass be allowed to continue, and that the priest would be saved to ensure the continuation of the holy sacrifice. You know, one of the highlights of our St. Columkill Institute that we do every summer uh, is the celebration of Mass at Dune Rock up in County Donegal in a remote glen. There we find a beautiful hidden Mass rock in this little glen. Uh, and an old woman, I remember when I first went back there in the 1970s, told me that two priests had been killed saying Mass at that rock during the penal times. It's one of the most moving experiences of our entire group. Students from Christendom, from other colleges, and students from Ireland as well. To kneel in that spot, sanctified by the blood of those two priests, 
where countless generations stood and received our blessed Lord and to worship and to be able to receive our Lord in that spot. And then also to reflect, (laughs) if I was going to lose my job, if I was going to be evicted from my home, if I was going to lose my life, would I be willing to risk everything like that to receive our blessed Lord in Holy Communion? You know, the beauty of this tradition, we know that thousands upon thousands and generations responded, yes, I would risk everything. What I'd like to do with you now, excuse me, I get a little emotional when I talk about this, is to share with you a poem that I read on that spot. It was written by an Irish poet named Brian O'Higgins. He died back in 1935, but the poem is called The Mountain Altar, and it celebrates this period and the heroism of that particular time. The Mountain Altar reads, Around it the furze-clad hills arise, like guardians strong and brave. And from the world's unfeeling hand, its story to shield and save. And they'll guard it there with kingly pride, though the skies may smile or weep. Those brave old hills with a tender care, their vigil of love will keep. The ivy clings to the moss-grown stones with a loving, unchanging clasp, as if to shelter the friend of its youth from the plunderer's ruthless grasp. And it weaves a canopy overhead where the breeze in summer sighs and the tender raindrops filter through like tears from the weeping skies. When our faith was banned by a tyrant law and our altars in ruin lay, when the blighting gloom of the penal night fell dark over freedom's day, on this ledge the sacred host was laid and the hunted Sagarath here offered up to heaven the holy mass while the hounds of the law were near. There it has stood through the changing years, unstirred by the howling gale, unbending, stern, dark, and proud, like a knight in his kingly mail. Around it the wintry winds have swept, and the croon of the summer breeze has often rustled its ivied robe, but tis little it cares for these. It has conquered all that would crush it down in the reckless flight of years, since the moss on the soft green sod was moistened with sorrowing tears. For the home destroyed and the altar wrecked, and the true and the brave laid low by the iron hand of a bigot hate in the days of a nation's woe. In those great old ruins of our native land, there are memories sad and proud, They tell of the patriot's noble fight, and they speak of the martyr's shroud. Oh, guard them more from careless hands than you would from the winter's blast. They were left to the children of Patrick's race to tell of a glorious past. We must always thank this incredible gift from the heart of Jesus, the gift of the holy sacrifice of the Mass and the gift of the Holy Eucharist. God bless you. Thank you.